0: Hi, I'm Gianna Volpe, and thank you for listening to The Heart of the East End on 88.3 WLIWFM, the show where we get to the heart of any matter at hand with folks from all walks of life on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. We stream online at WLIW.org slash radio and welcome your comments, questions, and collaborations of all kinds on The Heart of the East End. Live from the WLIWFM studio in Southampton, New York, I'm Gianna Volpe with local news on Long Island's only NPR radio station. One of Long Island's largest food banks is now helping ship 10,000 pounds of food, clothing and supplies to Ukraine ahead of winter. John Asbury reports on Newsday.com that Long Island Cares is shipping 21 pallets of materials to Poland today, including non-perishable foods, toiletries, blankets and winter coats. The shipment follows a seven-month supply drive collected by Assemblyperson Charles Levine, Democrat from Glen Cove, the Ukrainian-Americans of Long Island, and the New Jersey-based Hope for Ukraine. Organizers have been collecting supplies since the Russian invasion began in February, but they have been grappling with how to get aid to refugees and displaced Ukrainians in need. Long Island Cares has been storing supplies at the food bank's warehouse in Hopog and now has a carbo- cargo ship willing to donate a shipping container at the port of New Jersey to deliver supplies to Poland. Winter is coming to Ukraine, so the timing is wonderful. That's Long Island Cares CEO Paul Pachter, who added, uh, we're heading into winter when people need heavy coats and blankets There's an opportunity to help people as the war rages on and the people of Ukraine are displaced. Long Island Cares is no longer accepting donations after donations have tapered off the last two months, Pachter said. He said organizers were struggling with shipment costs and aligning an organization willing to accept donations. In other news, the Brookhaven Town Board last night voted unanimously to approve a new town council district map following a three-hour meeting at which most speakers opposed the plan. Some in the crowd of about 200 shouted shame on you after the vote. Carl McGowan reports on Newsday.com that the town board had faced a December 15 deadline to approve a map that adjusted council district lines to reflect population shifts. Shirley Singletary Hudson of Middle Island, who had spoken against the map, said she was disappointed. Quote, I probably would have liked to even hear them say to not vote on it Thursday. She said their minds were already made up, and that's unfortunate. Republicans hold a 6-1 to one Brookhaven Town Board majority. The board's lone Democrat Jonathan Kornreich said he pr- supported the map because it included compromises that unified some communities into single districts. But he said the redistricting process had been flawed and needed to be changed. Quote, this process was atrocious, he said before the vote, citing a lack of data and poor communication among town officials, residents, and an appointed redistricting committee that had failed to recommend a map. Quote, it was not a fair and transparent process at all, end quote. Dozens of people spoke at a public hearing preceding the vote. Most opposed the map proposed by town officials, saying it would split some communities into multiple council districts and dilute minority votes. Supporters said it was a fair compromise that would unite communities currently split among different districts. Brookhaven town officials said 90 percent of communities were unaffected and fewer hamlets would be split than under the current system. Moving east, the Riverhead Cap is seeking community volunteers to help teach its drug and alcohol prevention program to 5th and 6th grade students at Pulaski Street Elementary School for the 2022 to 2023 school year. Designed to reduce the risk factors for alcohol, tobacco, and other drug use, the program is led by community volunteers and student peer leaders from the middle and high schools. As reported on RiverheadLocal.com, lessons aim to help students develop social and emotional skills to make healthy choices, build positive friendships, and develop uh, self-efficacy, communication, and resistance to peer pressure. A total of eight sessions will be held on a monthly basis with a total time commitment of about two to three hours a month over the course of the school year. Volunteers are trained to teach the scripted program through a flexible training schedule. For more information about the program or to sign up, you can contact Cynthia Redmond, Community Prevention Specialist at Riverhead Cap. By phone, you can call 631 727 3722. Again, that's 631 727 3722. You can also email volunteer at Riverhead Cap, like the thing you put on your head, riverheadcap.org, or you can visit their website both English and Spanish-speaking volunteers are needed. And finally, when Southampton Town Councilperson Cynthia McNamara first learned of the proposed 60-unit affordable housing development just outside Southampton Village, now called Liberty Gardens, she felt that planned access into congested County Road 39 was worrisome. Kitty Merrill reports on 27East.com that when the developer Concern Housing Incorporated submitted an environmental study in furtherance of a needed zone change from the board. She read it and gesturing to the massive tome and files left by her predecessor on the town board, Julie Lofted said this week, quote, I was looking for something redeeming, but what I got was more questions, particularly concerning. Oh, I see what they did there. Um, McNamara was uh, saying the potential strain that 60 more residential units could have on already short-staffed local police and ambulance services. The Southampton town lawmaker emphasized that she supports the creation of affordable housing and knows of the need townwide, but she emphasized we don't have the services. Can local cops and volunteer ambulance corps handle a potential increase? The required environmental report, known as the Draft Environmental Impact Statement, prepared by the consulting firm Nelson Pope Voorhees, notes the housing would be built on land that's currently vacant. It acknowledges there will likely be a higher volume of calls and more frequent calls to a place that's occupied compared to a vacant parcel of land. To help cover the additional cost, the DEIS proposes an annual tax allocation to the local police department of $4,532, which would increase by 2% every year. Southampton Town Police Captain James Kiernan said he had not studied the proposal, but told uh, 27East.com that County Road 39 is one of the busiest roads in town. Noting, I think, uh, I certainly think 60 units in one shot in an already busy sector is going to have an impact. Donna Kreinborg, the chairperson uh, to, of the board of Southampton Volunteer Ambulance, was less circumspect in her response. To the plan, speaking to the current high accident rate on the road, she said, "I cannot imagine a development like this exiting and entering onto County Road 39." Staying in Southampton for the uh, weather in honor of our first guest, Mayor Jesse Warren and Nancy Kane, joining us to talk about the 10th annual Southampton Fest kicking off tonight at 6:30 with a uh, cocktail party. Hosted by the Southampton Rotary Club, looking like a mostly cloudy Friday with a high near 65 degrees east wind, 11 to 13 miles per hour. And a 30% chance of rain tonight after 2 a.m., otherwise cloudy with a low around 57 degrees east wind around 10 miles per hour. Right now it's 54 degrees it's the look and addition of the heart. As far as the tunes from all decades and genres are concerned, we built the whole thing around a brand new single that we will be premiering at the bottom of the next hour. Um, so stay tuned for that. Starting with Brendan Benson, Dwight Twilly Band, Kieran McGee, who was actually on the Heart last year, and then a nice track by Mr. Rogers in honor of. Uh, Wally Smith, who is at uh, the hospital right now in the heart of the East End, certainly going out to him today and every day, starting with you two, Buddy Holly and the Crickets a little later. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM, the weekday morning and midnight show, The Heart of the East End. We'll be back. Going from a song we've all heard before to one I had never heard before putting together today's playlist. This is Brendan Benson, his 2005 record, The Alternative to Love, What I'm Looking For here on Long Island's Only NPR Radio Station. Well, I don't know what I'm looking for. W-L-I-W-F-M. I know that I just look some
1: more, and I won't be satisfied till there's nothing left that I haven't tried. Just wanna live some child and I'm insecure and I'm filled with doubt and I'm immature sometimes it creeps up on
2: I'm looking forward the my magic. I'm mean, looking for the magic. looking forward to Let's <laughs>
0: If you're looking for Mayor Warren and Nancy Kane, stay tuned right here to WLI and WFM. 88.3 on the FM dial throughout Eastern Long Island and Coastal Connecticut. 96.9 in Central and Western. Suffolk, of course, streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org radio. This next um, act, let's see, we had on with us last Looks like April, April 30th, Kieran McGee, this is his golden age of paranoia record from 2008, looking for a way out here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Here in McGee looking for a way out. we got Mr. Rogers, I'm looking for a friend. But, ah, I don't have to look any further. We've got two friends right here in the WLIWFM studio. Mayor Jesse Warren and Nancy Kane joining us to talk about the 10th annual Southampton Fest. Uh, I do have to, I'm in the Rotary Club, so it's only appropriate that I give a, a, uh, a plug for the Southampton Rotary Club uh, Cocktail Party, which I'm told is, you know, a a, a storied event, many, many folks getting together. Uh, that'll be tonight at 6.30 to 9, right in Agawam Park, and you can visit SouthamptonRotary.org if you're interested and want more information about that. Good morning, Mayor Warren. This is a long time coming to have you, first of all, back in any studio, but the first time having you in this one.
3: That's right. It is a real pleasure to be here. It is an incredible studio. Hey.
0: Thank thanks. you for
3: having us. We haven't been on air together since, I think, 2020.
0: Time. I know. Th-
3: with Dr. Mikulos, actually. It was,
0: it was a whole pandemic ago. It was? <laughs> it was crazy. And Nancy Kane, our first time having you with us on the show.
4: Yes. Very
0: excited to I'm have you.
4: Excited to be here.
0: So we've got a lot to talk about because I know South Southampton Fest <laughs> goes through the weekend but we've got some weather coming at us tomorrow so how are things going to be moving around uh tell us everything
3: well i might uh turn this over to our local meteorologist nancy came and uh <laughs> southampton fest extraordinaire so i'll let her take this one and i'll uh, i'll chime in
4: <laughs> well weather, i'm not an expert at but uh this weekend i am an expert at and i i'm happy to report that even though we're expecting some rain, um, we are going ahead with the festival. And we have a big, beautiful tent, courtesy of the Rotary, which you mentioned earlier. Yes. They've got this tent for their kickoff party tonight. That's right, right. And they've got Coverland performing. Yes. And um it's open bar, uh, beer and wine from 6:30 to 8:30 uh to 8:30 and then a cash bar from 8:30 to 9:30. So
0: do they did they do they usually just use the tent for uh, their their cocktail party but because of the weather they said please use it?
4: No, we, we usually u- utilize the oh, tent okay. the next
0: day for got the it. chowder contest.
4: Oh. Um and we've got at least a dozen local restaurants that are vying for the um, you know, top prize of best chowder. So we're encouraging people to come. I mean, you will be dry under the tent. And um, you know, the village is a is a small village. So even for example, our art and design walk, um, there's like eight different design houses and galleries participating, nine actually. And um they're all inside, you know, so you can go from place to place and there's some you know some really good inside activities the southampton art center has an amazing yes, have you exhibit seen it? i have i did get a little sneak peek yesterday of a celebration of trees yes. and it's absolutely phenomenal like it'll it'll blow your mind
0: i just so we just had one of the artists um frank, oh, wit- frank relly who he oh, did the oh he's great oh my gosh i was so blown away the the spanish moss and oh. the the lighting of the trees at night I believe Megan Booty might be one of them. There's like, I think there's oh. 80 artists from oh, around yeah. the world.
4: There's a guy named Freeman Vines mm-hmm. who is an African-American guy who lives down south and he makes guitars from lynching I trees. Saw that. So he his whole art is taking something horrific, yes, right? and making the wood from a, from a lynching tree, and he makes it into a guitar. I mean, he changes the whole. I'm getting material. I'm getting, uh, I know. I did goose, too. And I, when I saw pimples. them hanging at the art center yesterday, I actually got chills. And and some of the other art and artists that you are mentioning, it's it's a phenomenal exhibit. And that's open all day. And then there's a public reception from six to eight. Right. That's a little something different this year working with the mayor, you know, I think we wanted to extend it as late as possible. So the Southampton Cultural Center's gala is tonight. It was kind of a happy accident. But that is it's a, a great thing t- it's a great thing to go to. I mean not tonight. Tomorrow night, I apologize. Oh okay. But um yeah, it's not competing with the Rotary but it's Saturday night so it sort of extends the whole day into the evening you know encouraging you to stay in the village maybe grab dinner go to the cultural Wine and Roses gala oh my gosh it's Wine and Roses yeah or or go to the opening of the celebration of are trees having, which is a public they, opening from 6 to 8 so mm-hmm. they're
0: having wine and roses at the center this year
4: no they're doing it the, be the cultural the, center okay right. and then the southampton Arts center also has the opening of a celebration of trees There's just like a lot of reasons to I, I ask go out in the village tonight. wine
0: and roses sometimes they have it at the social club so i wanted to make uh, sure no, that it's, it's at the cultural center okay. this year so but, uh, just so, so it's dry southampton <laughs> southamptonartscenter.org uh, for more information about a ce- uh, celebration of trees, scc-arts.org for information about Wine and Roses. You're good. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I, I was like, I know there's a dash in the cultural center, so I'm over here like yeah. typing it up. So for more information about that, of course you mentioned that there's going to be like, can you talk a little bit about the art and design walk? Because I'm I'm sadly ignorant about that event. You said there's, is it like different? Um, yeah, yeah.
4: No, it's it's kind of a phenomenal thing. I mean, we, we wanted to acknowledge I mean, this whole festival was really put together with um, traditional things that, you know, people have come to expect over the years, like the Maniac Pumpkin Carvers and the Chowder Contest. But we also wanted to, you know, uh, put in a little bit of newness to represent the
0: newness of the village, which and is are, art. Yeah, and there's also... So, uh, there's also uh, new sh- shops I see moving into that yeah. that section of the Yeah, and the
4: art and design walk was, again, the mayor was very concerned, you know, about the retail stores and, and the businesses, you know, benefiting from this weekend. So we thought an art and design walk would get people going in and out of stores. And, you know, if you're in art collective, chances are you're going to pop in the retail store next door if you're just going in and out on right. a basically a scavenger hunt type walk. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. you So you get a card like this and you can you You can pick it up at any of the participating um, galleries or design houses or the Chamber of Commerce on Saturday, and you get your hole punched at each place that you visit, and then that card is left at the last place you visit. I pick them all up on Saturday night, and then we do a drawing on Sunday, and we notify the winner by email, but the grand prize that you win for collecting, you know, for going to all these stops and getting every, you know, hole punched. Where do you
0: get your schedule card?
4: You can get this at the Chamber of Commerce or any of these participating. So Sisal Rugs, Sea Green Designs, Jetsum Studio, Art Collective, Oscar Molina Gallery, the Southampton Art Center, Home Nature, Francis Keene Design, and Rum Runner Home. Got it. And they've all donated great prizes. And Peter Marino is also part of this, um, the Art Foundation, which is, again, new to our village and a, and a real jewel of our village, and they're doing a $10 admission for Saturday as part of Southampton Fest, Got it. Um, and they're doing a scavenger hunt for for kids, and students of all ages are admitted free on Saturday as Great part stuff. of Southampton Fest.
0: Oh, yeah. and just a, just another nod, uh, Southampton Chamber of Commerce has the uh, pink tree lighting on Monday. I think that's at 6.30 oh. in honor of Breast Cancer right. Awareness Month. So just a little note in there, you know, you mentioned uh, Mayor Warren talking about uh, downtown and, and, and the retail. You have tenant down there. And I saw, I, I, I wasn't able to participate this year, but I think you're doing something with Guildhall and LTV uh, representing your shop. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's right. Guildhall has... Um
3: an event uh, coming up, and uh, we're working with Amy Kerwin. I'm on uh, the committee that Amy put together. So they've got a lot of also uh, fun and uh, art driven and culture driven activities Community over in, uh, in Guildhall. Exactly.
0: Community stuff. Yeah. Uh, how exciting! Speaking of community for the, for, the, for the village.
4: Yeah, speaking of community, the heart of the Hamptons. Speaking we love of community, them. yes, yes, they stepped up just a week or so ago. I got a call from Molly Bishop that she said, "Look, we want to be a part of it. We want to bring a petting zoo and children's activities and a scavenger hunt for kids. Very cool." And um, currently, they're situated at the First Presbyterian Church, um, but that might change because we may we may shelter them under our tent if the weather is. Is so bad that you know they can't really do it outside. Um, another great thing that was the historical museum, they have you know the Love Gilded the Age museum. Rogers Mansion yes. completely decked out, you know, for Halloween basically. Right. Um, so that's another really great place to visit on Saturday. You know, Spooky where you...
0: season is always great because they do the, the yeah, ghost, ghost hunting, ghost, ghouls <laughs> yeah. and goblins. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, last question is Gene Casey If if there is rain. Will Gene play?
4: Yes. Next level band will play at noon. Okay. So they'll kick off the day and they'll be under the tent. And then Gene Casey will go on as planned at four-ish, 430 also under the tent. And we're lucky, again, grateful to the Rotary for doing their kickoff party because they've set up a great riser for our
0: band they and a dance did. floor.
4: So we're really well-situated for the bands to play.
0: Kicking off at 6.30 tonight, uh, if you if you want tickets, SouthamptonRotary.org. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Southampton Village Mayor Jesse Warren and Nancy Keene. Nancy, what's your... Uh, a title, so I, so I make sure. Uh, I... Just
4: official organizer of Southampton Fest.
0: Uh, yeah, kick-ass happy, happy organizer. Do yeah, doing doing more than her part. <laughs> Te- Congratulations. Happy 10th annual Southampton Fest from here, the heart of the East End. A little Mr. Rogers for you guys. Then Buddy Holly and the Crickets and Johnny Lee, again, uh, sending this one out to Wally Smith at Stony Brook Southampton. Hospital. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Mr. Rogers. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
5: I'm looking for a friend, I'm looking for a friend, I'm looking for a friend who looks like you. Just any kind of friend, just any kind of friend, just any friend like you will do. My friend has got to have your sense of humor. My friend would never ever be a shouter, screamer, moaner, gloomer. Looking for a friend, I'm looking for a friend, a friend who has your personality. I'm looking for a friend. I'm looking for a friend. A friend who will see eye to eye with me. Oh, could I possibly be fortunate enough to find a friend like you is looking for a friend who looks like me? I'm looking for a friend, I'm looking for a friend, a friend who has your personality. I'm looking for a friend, I'm looking for a friend, a friend who will see eye to eye with me. Oh could I possibly be fortunate enough to find a friend like you is looking for a friend who looks like me.
2: You say with we you well, I'm looking for someone to love. I'm looking for someone Thinking of you, you can't love me and another one too. Well, I'm looking for someone to love. Yeah, I'm looking for someone to love. Well, if you're not here for I don't care because I'm looking for someone.
0: 15 and a half minutes before the NPR news break in the next local news update, a little Johnny Lee, Clarence Carter and Casey Musgraves. I'm Gianna Volpe and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. And you're listening to the weekday morning and midnight show on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM's heart of the East End. 88.3 on the FM dial throughout eastern Long Island and coastal Connecticut. in Central and Western Suffolk, of course, streaming online to wherever you are at WLIW.org slash radio.
6: Time looking for you. Single bars and good time lovers, never true. Playing a fool's game, hoping to. And I did everything I could to get me through the night Don't know where it started or where it might end I turned to a stranger just like a friend
7: This brand new pinstripe suit of clothes, big wide polka dot tie, <laughs> cufflinks big as bird eggs. Listen to this, shoes made out of alligator hide. Go set something else here. I'm ripe and ready, hot to try, and you can.
0: Did you know that Fox in Italian is Volpe? Well, now you do if you didn't before. I'm Gianna Volpe, the humble host of The Heart of the East End, here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, less than 10 minutes away before the next NPR news break and local news update. Of course, we are going, of course, well, we are, if you didn't know, we are going to be premiering a brand new track from the band for sale, David Brandwine, joining us at the bottom of the next hour to uh, premiere the single Looking High, Looking Low. This is Keep Looking Up from Casey Musgrave's 2021 record, Star Crossed. We got Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Keep on Looking from the 100 Days, 100 Nights record of 2007 then leading you into the NPR news break with I'm looking through you a favorite by the Beatles from the 1965 record Rubber Soul I'll lead you out of the uh, local news update with a little CCR looking out my back door before Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble's looking out the window music from all decades and genres interviews with folks from all walks of life all morning and midnight long all because of you the listener-supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station WLI-WFM.
8: Grew up in the states where there ain't no light, but the stars were big and bright. If they told me
9: TREE- Trip-
0: You're listening to WLIWFM NPR Radio. With Long Island Local News, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. Long Island's business community needs to be more collaborative and inclusive to support small enterprises, the president of the area's biggest business advocacy group said yesterday. As part of the Long Island Association's efforts to provide more resources for small businesses, the group held the first gathering in a new series of quarterly joint membership meetings with the Long Island African American Chamber of Commerce and Long Island Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Tory N. Parrish reports on Newsday.com that more than 60 people representing businesses, nonprofits, and government agencies attended the Thursday morning meeting in the Melville building where the LIA is headquartered. Quote, the goal of the event is to show that the LIA wants to partner with local chambers of commerce to provide resources, support and guidance to the small business community, particularly as many businesses are still trying to recover from losses suffered from the COVID-19 pandemic, said Matt Cohen, president and CEO of the LIA. Small businesses, particularly those owned by people of color, were disproportionately affected, he said. Businesses owned by people of color were more likely to seek pandemic-related financial assistance, but less likely to receive it than white-owned businesses last year, according to a June report from the Small Business Credit Survey conducted by 12 Federal Reserve banks. Since Cohen took over LIA leadership in May 2021, he has been working to change the perception that the group is focused only on large businesses. The quarterly meeting series that started yesterday is part of the LIA's Small Business Sup- Support Program, on which it is partnering with the two chambers as it was announced this past June. New initiatives include roundtable discussions, which will start in November, with experts focused on topics critical to small business growth, and a new, cheaper LIA membership tier for businesses with 10 or fewer employees. That's according to Stacey Sykes, LIA's vice president of government affairs and communications. In Riverhead, Saturday's October fest in Grangebel Park has been canceled due to potential inclement weather, but celebrations will carry on in the form of a downtown beer crawl instead. As reported on RiverheadLocal.com, event organizers decided not to reschedule the festival to the original rain date of Sunday due to the forecast. Instead, indoor celebrations will still be held at the following downtown breweries, North Fork Brewing Company, Peconic County Brewing, Trade Winds Brewing, and Long Ireland beer, uh, beer Company. Riverhead's festival tomorrow will look more like an impromptu beer crawl, according to event organizers. Revelers are encouraged to don their costumes and celebrate, I'll add, responsibly at participating local breweries who will offer specials and other October-themed offerings for the occasion. Quote, we tried to figure out a way to keep the event going. That's Diane Tucci. Hello, Diane, the event logistics and marketing coordinator. She added, I love that the group came up with an idea to continue to support our local businesses after so many months of planning. Uh, meanwhile, here in Southampton Village, as we mentioned last hour, the Southampton Rotary Club Southampton Fest Friday night kickoff party is on for this evening at Aguan Park. Uh, uh, starting at 6:30, going till 8:30, live music by Cover uh, Coverland. Tickets can be purchased online at southamptonrotary.org. While rain is forecast for this Saturday and Sunday, no rain is expected for midnight tonight. Saturday, we're looking at rain and a high of 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds northeast at 15 to 25. Miles per hour. Sunday windy with rain showers. High around 60 degrees. Winds even higher at 25 to 35 miles per hour. Uh, So make sure you secure the items in your yard. Looking at the weather today in Roslyn, in honor of David Brandwine joining us to premiere his band Band for Sales new single "Looking High, Looking Low." At the bottom of this hour, looking like a mostly cloudy Friday with a high near 66 degrees northeast wind around 10 miles per hour and a 30% chance of rain after 2 a.m. Uh, this morning, really, uh, upcoming morning, <laughs> cloudy, otherwise with a low around 56 degrees and an east wind around 9 miles per hour. Right now, it's 57 degrees. If you love uh, Brandy Carlisle and Diana Krall, you've got her or them coming up in just a few moments between now and then, well, it's more than a few moments, I'll be honest. We've got Stevie Ray Vaughan in Double Trouble, The Animals, Twin Forks, possibly David Branwine in between all of that. But first, a little CCR right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station on the heart of the East End music from all decades and genres. Interview with folks, interviews with folks from all walks of life, all because of you. The listener supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. From Stevie Ray to the animals, you get it all here on WLIWFM. so my time and doing the best I can. Powerls and balls that's
7: around in me. But I don't want your sympathy. to work again, pains and blisters on my mind and my hands, from living daily with those canvas bags.
10: Day. Can't you feel me?
0: The animals on Long Island's only NPR radio station WLIWFM. We've got the band Twin Forks coming up right now. Who's looking out be, uh, before Brandy Carlisle, looking out from the "Given Up the Ghost" record. Uh, we do have David Brandwine joining us soon. But speaking of Twin Forks, sending uh, the heart of the East End out to East End Fencing Academy's Jen Murray, uh, WLIWFM. Listener who uh, sent us a message driving out to Orient and finally able to listen to you on radio. Love your jams. Thank you for making my life just a little bit better. And saying thank you, uh, I know that fencing is a cool thing and that classes have resumed for East End Fencing Academy. So if you're looking for a cool thing for your kiddo to do, there is a consideration for you. I'm Gianna Volpe. These are Twin Forks and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome and you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, the morning and midnight show playing music from all decades and genres and speaking to folks from all walks of life, all because of you, the listener supporter of Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
3: Take it, Sales cut.
0: Part of the East End. Always looking out for you here from the WLIWFM studio. Uh, Who comes immediately to mind is a pup named Kalua over at the Southampton Animal Shelter. If you are looking for a forever friend, uh, there is a consideration for you. Uh, Hello to Kalua and to the entire team at the shelter as well as all of you out there listening in radio land. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Brandy Carlisle. We've got Diana Kroll, but David uh, Brandwine should be joining us in just a moment. We'll actually see if he's there. Not quite yet. All right, time to herd a guest. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Brandy Carlisle. And you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome. While well, I'm looking out from the WLI and WFM studio, in Southampton, New York, WLIWFM.
11: I went out looking for the answers and never left my town I'm no good at understanding And I'm good at standing Couldn't hear in the lawn.
0: Carlisle, looking out on the looking edition leading us to the bottom of the 10 o'clock hour on Friday morning, just after one o'clock. If you're listening to the replay time for our hot sounds segment underwritten by Sag Harbor cinema. And it's a special one this morning. We are premiering the uh, single looking high looking low from our next guest solo project band for sale David Brandwine, thank you for joining us here on The Heart.
12: Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for being with us. Now, first of all, are you on the West Coast this morning?
12: I am indeed. It's bright and early here on the West Coast right That's now. That's right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I'm joining you. Uh, I'm, I'm from... Long Island, New York, originally, but I live out here in uh, Los Angeles now.
0: Which is just fine by us. So tell us a little bit about growing up in Roslyn.
12: Uh, It was quite a pleasant experience. I had a, um, you know, very musical upbringing there, which, um, you know, early on, um, I was always in a household that was very very musical and grew up around oh you know there was always music playing Beatles Paul Simon James Taylor things like that and so I grew up um, you know with a family that although they didn't play music for a living um, were very very influenced by it and inspired by it and into it so it was really nice way to grow up and I you know Learned piano. I sang the chorus. Um, there was, you know, there was plenty to engage with there, and uh, you know, it's, it was a overall, uh, I have to say, pleasant experience growing well, up in my island.
0: What was the journey to becoming, you know, to to staying involved in music and starting to play, uh, moving on to uh, turquoise?
12: Yeah, for me, it really became quickly about bands outside of school with friends i mean that's sort of where my passion went i mean i i was really obsessed with the beatles growing up eventually i went through a bunch of different phases but i really landed pretty hard on the beatles and got to a point of real serious obsession so the idea of a band in the true sense of the word and collaboration and you know relationships between people who are collaborating in this sort of unique way um that was really important to me so Pretty quickly, around seventh grade or so, I started forming bands outside of, of school. And I still participated a little bit in, in some of the, you know, um, curricular stuff. But um, but that was really where my passion was, was, was starting bands and starting to we – even, we even found our way around uh, to play some gigs and stuff when we were, like, in middle school and early high school. So that was a big priority for me to get out there and do that.
0: Right. And now speaking of weaving and finding one ways around, or one's way around, uh, the pandemic, the last two years were uh, tough on everyone, but I think maybe especially challenging for you when you consider this past year. I know it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough subject, but, but let's talk about uh, everything, starting with last fall, Turquoise uh, touring with Jerry Harrison and Adrian Ballou. The band breaks up. Uh, your your marriage breaks up let's talk about this whole journey that you're on and yeah. uh, the moment you're in right now
12: yeah well i mean you know the pandemic i think was a bit of a pressure cooker for a lot of people in a lot of different situations and it certainly was no exception for me um you know i had i had already um you know had some struggles in the past with with alcohol and substances and things like that and Um, sort of had a resurgence of that during the pandemic, which just sort of destabilized me a bit. And, you know, my wife and I, we worked together with um, on the band as well. So that was complicated. We toured together. We, you know, for probably we're in the same room together uh, for about 12 years with no break at all. And so you add on top of that, the pandemic and, you know, complicated situation working together and all that. And then, you know, a, a nine-piece band and a 14-piece operation already is a, is a challenge to run independently on the road. And, you know, luckily we were able to have a nice, really solid 10 years building a career doing that, building a following, you know, nationally and starting to do internationally. But it was difficult. We, you know, we were about to embark on that tour with Jerry and Adrian when the pandemic hit. And that was going to be, um, you know, the sort of, that, that was our, our our map, our roadmap for the immediate future. And plans got changed pretty significantly. And so all those things sort of swirling together in the midst of this worldwide pandemic. And I came out, you know, a year later in a situation. I mean, my life is pretty much unrecognizable now. I mean, I'm not in the band anymore. I'm not married anymore. I live in a different city. Um, you know, so it's 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 been quite a quite a whirlwind, um, but as I'm sure you know, I mean, sometimes that can be good for creativity, and it's a chance to sort of look inward a little bit and get back in touch, um, you know, with some aspects of myself. So it's, you know, it's although it's been really challenging, there's been some rewarding aspects of it, too.
0: What does Lennon say? A life happens when you're busy making other plans. So, you know, that, that really makes... Uh... Exactly. Band for Sale, as a solo project named, certainly makes sense. Let's let's talk a little bit about this track, Looking High, Looking Low.
12: Yeah, um, it's one of many in this record that I've really been sitting on for a while because my touring schedule was so relentless for so long. And, um, you know, the band Turquoise that you mentioned that I had toured with was very different. It was like funk and dance kind of music. There wasn't a lot of time for me. To carve out to record, um, let perform any of these songs. So it was probably about ten years old by the time I started recording it. Um, so and and it's just one of those that I think when I wrote it many many years ago, I wrote all the lyrics down within about like five minutes, sang the chords out, sang the We recorded a demo of it, and like that's pr- that's pretty much it. Like I built it off of that. It kind of It kind of wrote itself, and that's always a good sign when it goes that way because, you know, it just means that it sort of came about naturally and um, has a certain sort of flow to it for that reason, I think. So um, it's definitely a song about being downtrodden. It's definitely a song about, you know, aiming high but hitting low and looking for your place in the world. And so it's just kind of also... Pretty full circle and pretty amazing that you know I wrote it all those years ago and then here I am finally releasing it ten years later and you know in a very
0: and still feeling um, apropos yeah moment. yeah feeling still feeling uh, in touch with it or maybe even feeling more in touch with it than you ever imagined you could be excited uh, for you as far as new adventures that sobriety will certainly help you in that in that aspect and uh, please do stay in touch let us know if you're going to be in your, your old uh, stomping grounds, playing here with Band for Sale, uh, we're going to uh, premiere the new single, Looking High, Looking Low, David Brandwine, right here on the Hot Sound segment, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. And uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy the track. We'll be right back.
10: i i for wasting
0: You know, I'm loving those minor chords weaved right in there. All right, Diana Crawl on deck. That was Banned for Sale's brand new single, Looking High, Looking Low, on WLI and WFM, Long Island's only NPR radio station, the heart of the East End.
13: Easy to love her, claim she. Who could so misunderstand things? You're looking at me. Who was so sure? certain her charms couldn't fail where is that girl who believed every word of this ridiculous tale who was so childishly She'd swept him off his feet. Who woke to find her dream shattered? Might I repeat, might I repeat for you, leading straight. you to see certain her charm. His feet, who woke to find your dream shattered. Might I repeat, might I repeat for you, need and strength. That's right.
0: And a crawl on WLIWFM. We've got Loretta Lynn, Hank Williams, Elvin Bishop, and say hi, leading you into the NPR News break. But first, Dell Reeves on WLIWFM. Well,
14: Swing north and run for Baltimore Somewhere about 2,000
15: good old slow talking country boy I said a country boy I'm about as old-fashioned as I can be and I hope you're liking what you see cause if you're looking at me you're looking at country. country you don't see no city when you look at me cause a country Born shovel, fit your hands If your eyes are on me You're looking at country If your country is a little green And there's a lot of country that you ain't seen I'll show you around If you'll show me a wedding band I said a wedding band when it comes to love, well, I know about that country, folks. I'll know where it's at. If you're looking at me, you're looking at, at country. country. You don't see no city when you look at me, cause country is all I am. I love a run barefooted through the old cornfields, and I love that country hat. Shove off of your hands. If your eyes are on me, you're looking at country. If your eyes are on me, you're looking at country. Oh.
16: up with me, hey sweet baby, don't you think maybe, we could find us a brand new recipe, I got a hot rod Ford and a two dollar bill, and I know a spot right over the hill, there's soda pop and the dancing's free, so if you Stay. Hey.
0: One and only Hank Williams Sr. featuring the Drifting Cowboys. Elvin Bishop on deck, sending this one out to Wally Smith. Looking good at Southampton uh, Hospital. Say hi, leading you into the NPR news break. Deep bow to all of our guests this morning. Mayor Jesse Warren, Nancy Kane, and David Brandwine, as well as our Underwriters Village overhead doors in Sag Harbor Cinema. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, W-L-I-W-F-M.
17: They tell me there's three stages to life. You got your youth, and then there's middle age, and then the last part... Looking good. I met up with an old friend of mine, a great blues guitar player from Chicago. I've been knowing about 50 years. We were over in Japan playing a festival together and we're glad to see each other and all that. And the first thing out of his mouth was, hey Bishop, you looking good. I said, well, yeah, I feel pretty good just getting old, you know. He said, look here. He poked his finger in my chest. He said, man, you ought to be glad about them wrinkles. And you ought to thank God for every one of them gray hairs. Because think of all the dudes that didn't live long enough to get them. And it got me to thinking about a lot of my old partners that I used to hang out with and jam with ain't here no more and I got kind of sad but you know what it just reminded me how lucky I am to be here I never got hit by a truck never got that bad batch of dope like some of them dudes. and for some reason I was I was able to quit drinking which I was not predicted to live to 30 but you know I'm a smart guy, uh, 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 damn near a genius. Catch on quick. Didn't take me but 25 years to quit. But I tell you what, I got my share. A couple of other poor dudes running around out there didn't get any because I got their share too. And it hard headed. Nice church lady told me, Elvin, don't you know that when you walk in the bar, the devil goes in there with you? I said, if he does, he buys his own damn drink. But I'll tell you a funny thing, I guess it must be some kind of coincidence, but I haven't been to jail since I quit. <laughs> That's right. And I was talking to a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Finnegan, great musician, plays with the Phantom Blues band. He was telling me he had quit drinking too. I said, why? What Uh, what caused you to quit? He said, I I found out I was allergic to alcohol. I said, allergic? What do you mean? He said, every time I drink, I I break out in handcuffs.
0: You're listening to WLI WFM.